You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel way from the offer. It's fine. It's fine. No, you're not saying the intro. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome. And Roland's here. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> no, Roland, this yes. isn't your podcast, actually. Anyways, uh, what's going on? Well... Well, I just got an email from, not that anyone's really interested, but I just got this email from my dentist that's saying, like, confirm appointments for your kids. Yeah. And what I have on my calendar is 11. So what the appointment I made on my calendar, 11 a.m. for all three kids, and then they send me this confirmation email that says 11.45. And I swear to you, they always do stuff like this to me. Always. Like, they're always, I don't know what it is with their with doctor's systems but I always write down a different time like confirm a different time over the phone and then it changes that never happens and it's weird I don't yeah and I don't even know I, I don't know and and I could say okay well I was wrong putting in the wrong time but it happens all the time and I'm like there's no way I'm putting in the time the wrong time every single time there's no way that's super weird so it is weird. So, anyway, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> Are you going to try and, like, I'm call them or something? I'm glad it doesn't happen to you. Well, I'm going to call and then just confirm um, the day of and make sure I'm coming at the right time. But yeah, yeah. it does. It's like the confirmation appointment, 1145. But then I even have it written down on a piece of paper, the time, and I have it written down in my calendar a different time. Weird. Or, or the same time I have written down, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. But yeah, doctors, <laughs> I don't know if like the doctor's systems, it's like they add appointments. And since it was three appointments in a row, maybe they had to push me. But you would well, think that they would, they would ask before they pushed me. Could it be that they're, they write, they tell you a certain time that way you come early enough? Yeah, but that's 45 minutes. I don't know. Maybe they think it takes that long for three kids to yeah <laughs> get there you know what to I get mean there. because they always tell me yeah. like come 15 minutes before and I'm like no I'm not gonna do that I do for certain appointments yeah. but for some of them I am going to be waiting there for two hours anyways in the freaking right. waiting room so no I'm not coming earlier because you guys are never on time so as long as I'm right. on time enough like at least five minutes before where I have time to check in and everything but I've never been seen early so <laughs> Right. Yeah, I've never been seen early either. So, yeah, I always just drive arrive on time. But I don't know. I just always feel like it happens to me. And if anyone else has this happen to you, please let me know. And then I won't feel so alone. <laughs> and also, do you have three children too? And is that why? Well, and that's what I wonder a lot is that I'm always asking to be scheduled together. Yeah. So maybe things happen to where. It shifts to, them. Th- it shifts them for whatever reason. I don't know. You like all at the so, same time? Or do you have them seen all at the same time or just like one after another? I have another? them seen like one after the other. Okay. Okay. Well, so, yeah, that makes sense because you want to be sitting with them all. <laughs> right. Well, and you know what's weird with dentist offices is most of them don't have the parent with them after no. a certain age. It's like after five. Yeah, and I'm not okay with that either. But this office... um, since they're being seen all together, they let us sit in a room together. Cool. And most, but yeah, if it was just one kid, they asked the kid to go by themselves, which technically, okay, I kind of see your kid behaves better when you're not around most yeah. of the time. I, I mean, for especially for things <laughs> like this. But at the same time, we went to a dentist office that we were trying for the first time and um, Eric walked away with them and they did all, whatever they wanted to do without asking me. And, yeah. and I was like, yeah, no, that you still have to come back and ask me for x-rays. And if he's going to use the fluoride stuff, like you still have to ask me, even if you want him in, in the other room. So, yeah, it's just yeah, not I a general 
practice. But I've heard that before often with pediatric dentists that they ha- they want them to go back alone. But I guess I would let them at five. I think once they can talk and they can tell me like if anything weird is happening, you know? Right. <clears throat> but because um, when I was a kid, my mom always scheduled our appointments at the same time so that her and I would be seen at the same time. So she wasn't necessarily with yeah. me in my room, but she was like there. Like right, right across the hall or something like that. And that was always fine. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. I think I need to make an, a dentist appointment for Roland soon. I didn't realize they're supposed to be seen like right away when they have teeth. I guess it makes sense. But I don't know. I don't remember going to the dentist that young. <laughs> but I think last time at his appointment, his 18 month, they said I should be taking him to one. And I'm like, oh, already. It's this thing, okay, I don't want to offend anybody, but it's this new thing where they're like, oh, well, you want to have the kids get used to sitting in a chair. And that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, people could argue right and left what it, what it's about, but really those teeth are going to be gone soon. So when Angela was seen by that one first dentist that I didn't like, um, she wanted to put five crowns on Angela and have her sedated and all that. And so, of course, I went to a second opinion because I'm like, these are her baby teeth. Yeah. I, you know, like, why <laughs> why would you even talk to me about stuff like that? Um, and, of course, you know, the next dentist, you know, agreed with me and they weren't going to do that. So, yeah, sometimes I just feel like it's a ploy, you know, because no one's going to want to sit in the dentist chair, but you do it anyway. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, my fear is Roland doesn't sit in any chairs ever. So unless they want to, like, literally strap him down like he's an insane patient, which they'd have to do, he's not going to sit for them. You know, like, he lets us brush his teeth, but it's not like he sits nicely and lets us, (laughs) you know? Right, right. So, I don't know. And going sooner isn't going to change that. I mean, Tyler sits for them because he's, that's just how, how he is. His personality is, okay, yeah, I'll sit for you. No big deal. But Eric's not that way. You know, it's just different. So, yeah. yeah. And both, all my kids have been going early, early, early um, at like one year just wow. because they all had like tongue ties or not tongue ties. They had lip ties. So, so I always had them checked and made sure that it wasn't like affecting anything. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's one of those things that, that maybe not everyone should have to do it, but... You get looked yeah. at weird if you don't do it from your pediatrician now. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting to me because I it's an, I, I swear it's a newer thing because I haven't, even my friends who had younger kids, I never heard them talk about taking their kids to the dentist already. So I thought you only went to the pediatric dentist if you had like issues, to be honest, until you just went to right. the normal dentist with your parents when you were like going right. to school. So... Well, yeah, and my husband, he he said he didn't even go to the dentist until he joined the Marine Corps. Well, that's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I would have no teeth if I didn't go to the dentist until I was 18. I went to the dentist since I was like eight. Yeah. I I want to say like elementary school, probably probably five for me-ish. But also in my my elementary school, they gave us fluoride tablets every morning and we like loved it because they were all the same color but they were flavored something different and our parents had to like sign to give permission to us and uh yeah so that was bad but it was fun wait you did fluoride (laughs) tablets every morning yeah in elementary school wow at least in one of my grades i remember it specifically in one of my grades so i don't know if it stopped being a thing you were guinea pigs for some sort of company (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) i have okay teeth though so I have okay teeth. Not okay health, but okay teeth. So, you know, win some, lose some. (laughs) But I think it's a thing. It's like, unless there's something wrong, because I don't really, like, when Lael says that, I don't really think instantly, like, oh, weird. I I just think, okay, well, you never had problems with your teeth, so why go in? You know? And so. Oh, see, I treat treat the doctor the same way, too. It's like, well, if I'm not sick, why am I coming in? You okay, know, true. So. That's true. I so for I know this people will not like me saying this, but I almost feel like regular dentist appointments are more important than like checkups because 
I don't know. I really don't know, but I, I just know people who you like who've had such bad issues with their teeth. It can make you you can die if you have oh, bad, yeah. you know, mouth hygiene. And obviously you'd know if you're starting to have teeth issues, or I'd sure hope you know. Bless you. Bless you. But for me, I always had cavities. Like I always had okay. cavities. And now I don't, but I also no longer use toothpaste with fluoride. And I floss at least a couple of times a week, and I use an electric toothbrush. So since doing those things, I don't have cavities ever anymore, which is amazing because I don't know what I was doing wrong as a kid, but I wasn't doing those things as much. So I definitely wasn't flossing ever, you know. (laughs) I'm sure I was terrible at brushing. I remember sometimes in elementary school going into the bathroom, and like my mom would be like, brush your teeth, and I'd be like... Go, go brush your teeth and I'd be like oh okay and I'd go in and I would wet my toothbrush and put a tiny bit of toothpaste in my mouth and then leave <laughs> so it would seem like I brushed my teeth like that was more effort no. than just brushing my teeth for four seconds so um, yeah but I just think if you just take general good care of your teeth you'll be good you know yeah but I also think it's it good is- to go if you know if you're knowing that you're starting to have a cavity instead of just being like okay let's get a filling in ASAP you can heal your cavities before they need to be filled if you know early enough. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I just want I, – I'm obsessed with my teeth just because I have lots of teeth issues. Yeah. So um, I obsess about them. I floss every night. I Yeah, I'm really big on, like, keeping my teeth clean. And then I just found a dentist where I like the person that cleaned my teeth. I've never liked a cleaning before, but I left – feeling like she didn't hurt me she was gentle she took her time she you know and now I want to go back now I don't oh, mind good. and I'm like oh totally I need to get my teeth cleaned again soon and I cool not dreading it you know so yeah I my last two dentists I've been happy with my dentist in Jacksonville I loved 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 it was an all-woman's office like even the dentists were women and I just thought that was really cool and they were just fun and interesting and then my dentist now I like looked up local dentists that were accepted by United Concordia and I just picked a random one that wasn't too far and so Luke drove me and it was just like in this like almost fully abandoned shopping complex like behind yeah. <laughs> like in this really scary place and it, and it was like the blinds were all like looking messed up and I was like oh honey I might just call and cancel immediately I don't think I can even go in there like I'm scared to bring yeah. my mouth in there you know um, right. and it actually was fine. I just went in just to see, you know, how it would be like the waiting room and stuff. And it was totally fine. Right. And I have been there twice at this point and I've been totally happy. They're really sweet. They do a good job. They don't give me a hard time when I give them a hard time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and what I mean by that is they, so, you know, when they polish your teeth and they use that gritty stuff with the spinner. Yeah. I hate that. It's really tickly to me and it makes me. I just hate the feeling of the grittiness. Now they can okay. polish your teeth with something different. I think it's like a rinse or something that they, or like a, I forget how else they do it, but they do it a different way with a foam or something. I don't even remember, but I specifically asked if I could do that instead. And they never gave me a hard time because I know the polish is just like what they do, the gritty stuff. That's just already what right, they do. Right. But I was like, I'm sorry. Like if possible, I hate it. I really hate it. So of all the things, yeah. like give me a hundred mouth shots, do whatever you want, but do not give me that gritty stuff. So, and, <laughs> and they never give me a hard time, which is really awesome. That's good. So, yeah. What's up with you? Did you have anything else that you wanted to share? <laughs> I know oh, yeah. we've been talking for a while. <laughs> um, yeah. So this weekend we got to go to the ball, our first ball in yes. a while. This is our second ball together, but we've been married for three years and together for almost five. <laughs> but we just never get to go. I love going to the ball because I grew up going to the ball with my parents and I just love dancing and feeling fancy. It's the best. So my mom came down to watch Roland and uh, we got to go be fancy and go to the ball. And it was the first year that I was like pretty frugal where I like did my own hair and makeup and nails and everything. Usually I like get one of those things done at least, you know? Yeah. But I did it all myself I obviously I bought my dress but I did it all myself and I was super happy with how it turned out and then I actually ran into someone that I'm friends with she's in um she's actually in our young living team 
but I never met her before and I talked to her I talked to her a lot like online and stuff but I'd never met her in person and so I like recognized her and I got to like hang out with her and dance with her a little so that was super fun oh good and we just got to kind of you know dance and have a good time and eat good food and celebrate the Marine Corps and I appreciate the ceremony part so much more now as an adult than I did when I was a kid because right. when I was a kid, I was like, oh, this is really boring. And as an adult, it's still pretty boring. But there is some super interesting parts and, you know, parts that made me get teary-eyed and parts that I thought were cool. So, yeah, it was I nice. We haven't gone on, like, a date in, like, a pretty long time at this point. So um, it was nice to do a fancy date for a change. Yeah. Because we love being fancy. <laughs> we really do i love that yeah so that's pretty much it i just wanted to share because it's fun it was fun good good yeah i'm not going this year lael's going by himself why why is he even going <laughs> why is he even going if you're not well, going because he wasn't supposed well one of the the guys from the unit was like if rocky doesn't go then i'm not going and then it made it into this big thing like all the guys were like if rocky's not going we're not going and then the command was like okay you guys all have to go but i i told Leo, i was like you know i don't want to do the dress and the babysitter and the everything this year like it's just a lot yeah you guys just got to go last year so yeah and we had a big thing it. last year so he so he had to buy a ticket but he's going by himself so yeah see that's ridiculous i so we obviously we luke had to go because of who his boss is right but i i get sassy about that stuff because i'm like oh well if it's required then your ticket should be comped because it's required right right (laughs) i i know that's not how the marine corps works but yeah i'm i mean i'm sorry that was a hundred dollar ticket so there's no reason that they should have to go especially because depending on the type of ball it's going to be rowdy and ridiculous um this ball was super classy which i was so happy with oh good all types of balls i've been to enlisted balls officer only balls enlisted and officer balls i've been to army balls um and they're they just you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) yeah yeah that's true I don't like I don't have an issue with people like having a good time at the ball. That's what it's there for, but sometimes they're Marines. They get stupid, okay? Let's be honest, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like of all the places to go and get yourself in trouble, don't do it at a work function, you know? Yeah. Right. So, that's all. That's my only yeah. opinion on that. <laughs> but I was probably like one of the younger ones at our ball, so that wasn't really an issue. Right. There was actually kids at ours, even. And I haven't seen a lot of kids at the balls in recent years. So that was cool. That is cool. Yeah, there was one in Vegas. We had a, a nice ball. And there were kids there. And everyone kind of kept it classy, like you said. So yeah, it really depends on location, who's there, what table oh, you're yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. Our DJ sucked, though. Like, on- really bad. <laughs> Like, I kept trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they kept playing songs that you don't dance to, that you, like, sing loudly at bars. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I was getting so frustrated because I love dancing. So towards the end of the night, like, I was able to dance for, like, five songs sporadically, you know. But then at the end, they w- were playing, like, um, like, I've Got Friends in Low Places. Do you know how to dance to uh, that? Gee. Because I don't. That's a closing down the bar song. So... It's not a song to dance to. And I really I went wanted to a to... concert. I went to his concert. But it's well, like, that's a concert. <laughs> like... Yeah. But even like on a dance floor with people, you're just like swaying. I don't know. Singing with each yeah. other. And like mm-hmm. people weren't like wasted. So it's not. They didn't need to play that. And then they were playing like R&B that was just. I didn't even know it. It was so old. I didn't even know it. <laughs> And I listen to music that's before my time. So I really wanted to go up and be like, hi, you're doing a bad job. So please right. put on different stuff because everyone's like, leaving. Yeah, yeah, I felt, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that because that's mean. But I, how many how many things have I been to where there's been DJs with what my job is? A lot. So they were right. a bad one. They were not a good one. 
But, oh, well, I still got to dance a little. And uh, I'm good. That's just the only thing that frustrated me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and will Luke go and dance with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. I would never marry I can, someone I who picture, wouldn't dance picture, with me. I picture Luke doing, like, going out and having fun, so. Oh, yeah. He has fun with me. Well, I dance. Yeah. I can't. I don't like it when the guy won't dance because that means I'd have to dance by myself, you know? And I would, yeah. but that's just kind of lame. And I'm going to dance for my whole life, so. I. Yeah. It's funny, though, because, like, I can dance and Luke just tries to do his best to not look bad next to me, you know? <laughs> so I always think it's really funny. But he's such a good – he's, like, such a good sport, such a good sport. And he has fun and he likes watching me dance at least, so that's nice. Yeah. So it's a good time. Yeah. That's cute. Anyways, do you want to hop into the topic now that we've rambled for a little yeah. while? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Today we're going to talk about periods. Yes. So I know we brought it up in, it wasn't la- was it last episode or the episode before? I don't know now, yeah. actually. I think it was last episode, but maybe not. I don't know. You edited that one. Do you remember? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. But I know we had talked about, we're like, you know what? We're going to talk about this. So. So I figure we can just kind of start talking about like our early experiences and how they changed. Do you want to go like that? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I got my period when I was 11. I don't know if I need to include that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's pretty young. Not terribly young. I know people who were eight, but it still felt young to me. And luckily, everybody in my life was, like, uber prepared and, like, excited about it. It was weird. Like, they they were just excited to be able to help me, I think. Because yeah. they didn't want me to feel weird about it. But them being excited made me feel weird about it. Because I didn't <laughs> think it was cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I had wicked bad period cramps, like, from the get-go, really, really bad to where I would be like shaky and weak and like almost passing out and it was bad it was rough I had to take my doll to even like be able to be alive basically or just like be laying with a heating pad I found these super cool things they're basically like stick-on heating pads for on the go and they make one specifically for like your uterus area you buy them at like the drugstore or whatever you know and I remember those being lifesavers when I was like at school and stuff just to be because once you open the package it like activates the heat and then they last for a good few hours and it really is soothing so that helped me survive for a few years and then when I was older and they were still really really bad where they'd make me like miss school we decided to put me on birth control to help with the doctor's advice with to help with the pain so I got put on birth control and that actually changed my life it helped so much I basically lost like all my period cramps which was exactly what we wanted to do and then once I once I got engaged I got off of birth control because I'd been on it for so long which is really bad for you to be on it for an extended period of time and I realized I didn't really know myself like my hormonal balance without being on it Hmm. and I wanted to get off to just kind of better understand my body and take control of my fertility so to speak and be able to work on my period cramps without having to be on birth control forever so I got off of birth control and lo and behold now that I'm off birth control I have like the best consistent periods ever with like little to no cramping. I'd have some almost like warning cramps on day one and then that'd be it. And it was amazing. I felt like my body was like just taking control and doing exactly what it was supposed to be doing, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then I have Roland and I get my period right away. I get it at three months postpartum, I want to say. So I go right from postpartum bleeding to like a small break to right to having my period again. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I'm young or if God's like, you can have babies forever, whenever you want, you know, but (laughs) breastfeeding did not extend that break for me, unfortunately. So I got it right away and then they were bad again, bad cramps and 
really heavy, heavier than I've ever experienced in my whole life. So that was a transition, um, but I'm still kind of figuring out what's working for me with that. So I don't know if you want me to go into that right now or if you want me to come back to that. That way you can kind of go through your experience. Yeah, let's come back to that. Cool. And I'll just go through my ex- my period experience. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I got my period at 11 also. Ooh. And that was that was uh, it was right before my stepmom and my dad got married. Oh, no. So basically, I had to tell my dad, like, hey, yeah. I started my period. <laughs> and then so he was like, OK, well, um, well, Sharon will take care of that, you know. And so then Sharon had the, the period talk with me. Um, and so that was that was fun, at least, you know, and I always am thankful that God placed like it was like right at the perfect timing where God placed Sharon into my life so that she could help me with my period versus my dad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause my dad taught me how to shave my legs. Like that was before they got engaged. So like my dad was like making up for everything. And, um, so yeah, anyway, so I finally had like a woman again to help me with stuff like that. Um, (laughs) I can't believe your parents let you shave your legs when you were that young. I'm so jealous. I, I've always been really hairy and like I had a unibrow and I had like oh, no. really dark hairy legs. Okay. okay. So right. yeah, it was one of those things that when I did ask my dad, he was like, okay, like you're getting teased for it. Yes. So, okay. True. So he went for it. Yeah. I think maybe average, like my, one of my best friends, she was like really light haired. And so she didn't for a while, but yeah, definitely situational. I know Angela's going to have dark hair too. <laughs> so Anyway, with my period, so my first period, it lasted 14 days. It's so crazy. It oh lasted my gosh. so long, and it was really heavy, and I had really high cramps. And my, like I, I've said before on podcast episodes, I don't know if it was in Moms Out Loud or my other podcast, but my mom is the original hippie. I know you say that about your dad. <laughs> I say he's the original but, hipster. Okay, the hipster. Okay, so my stepmom is like the original hippie, and so it's like you don't do medicine, you don't go to the doctor. Here's an oil for that. And so when my period lasted like over a week, I was like, "Is this normal? Like, I feel like no. I'm dying." Yeah, that's horrible. And no, it. Looking back, I'm like, I could have been dying. I could have been know. hemorrhaging. Yeah, you know? that's bad. That's really bad. But uh, yeah, 14 days. And my first period, like at first I just did pads because I was like, whatever, I'll just ride it out. But like day 12 or something, I was going to the beach with my church group. And um, I was like, I need to put on a tampon. Gosh, darn it. So the first period I had, I, what? I used a tampon. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a beach day. I wasn't going to not swim. I so. don't think I used tampons for years. I was terrified of them. Dude, I super tampons from like first period on just because I couldn't yeah no cardboard ones too serious yes oh man why do ladies use those ones (laughs) I always preferred those over so I didn't have to throw out the plastic I I don't think you're supposed to recycle those bad Larry's with bodily fluids on them (laughs) well right so no but with the cardboard you can flush them oh you're not supposed to yeah, they come it apart It clogs in the, water. the septic system. I swear you're not supposed oh, to. Oh, well. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> that's what I did. Well, I thought that that was what you were supposed to do. The cardboard can be flushed. No, girl. Would you flush a cardboard box? <laughs> you know what I mean? Rip well, it up. Well, they literally but- disintegrate in the water, though, like while you're watching it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. My- I was, I'm pretty sure they make it that Cause way Because my family so use the cardboard ones because, like, they just because they're a little bit of an older generation and they none of them flush them they throw them away that's interesting see because my stepmom told me to flush them so oh whatever. i swear so y'all are doing always, it wrong <laughs> it wasn't okay well now i'm gonna have to look that up but i'm looking um, up for you right now I'm looking yeah up. look it up do they look even sell those i don't know if they sell them anymore i don't know yeah they still sell them okay yeah look it up i'm i'm curious if we we've been doing it wrong but a anyway lot. yeah oh, okay. i would do Oh, okay. Oh, wait. It says cardboard applicator is made from virgin fiber as opposed to recycled fiber and will dissolve when flushed, but we do not recommend flushing. 
because they can plug your plumbing and septic systems. Okay, so they were made that way, though. Well, that's Lola to, like, brand specifically. So actually, Lola's a new brand, so... Oh, here. So let's say Tampax. Generally, yeah. women used Tampax back in the day. Tampon applicators yeah. or wrappers, not flushable. All applicators and wrappers and tampons should be disposed with your household waste. You should never flush them down the toilet. <laughs> okay. So now, okay. But with tampo- with Tampax, the actual wrapper for the cardboard was yeah. flushable as well. Okay. Because well, the paper would disintegrate too. It was like toilet paper. It wasn't even plastic. I'm trying to read. No, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about because those are the same. You ones know what my I'm talking used. about? Yeah. I don't know though, because that I don't know. I guess it's just like use at your discretion. But you know when you go to any restaurant ever and they say don't flush your stuff down the toilet. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, know friends who flush, flush it. Yeah. The actual cotton part of the tampon down the toilet too, which is really bad for the toilet. So. Oh, I would flush that too. Oh my gosh, your guys' is septic I'm system. I'm like three for oh yeah yo no (laughs) that's so funny well anyway moving on so (laughs) my doesn't matter that doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore you don't do it anymore so. (laughs) so anyway my cramps were always really bad i would miss work i would miss school and I would use a heating pad, but then my sister, well, my future sister-in-law, she was my one of my best friends in high school. Um, she told me about whoopies, is what they would call them. Whoopie, um, it's just like a rice pad with oils in it, um, and those actually work better than a heating pad for me for whatever reason. Um, maybe it was like the oils in them. Yeah, but it was I'm just really calming. I never use those for that. I use them for like my back and stuff, but. Oh, yeah. I love them. I still use them to this day. Like, if I ever have any cramping, I I get out my whoopee. So, and again, I don't know why you you call it a whoopee. I have no idea. That's just what my sister-in-law told me. I've never heard it be called that. But who cares? It's just like a family name. That's what I call it. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, I've always had really, really heavy, crampy periods. And then I know Rachel and I were talking about when we would when we went into labor where we were familiar with the labor pains because we were like oh yeah this is exactly how my periods felt <laughs> yes uh, oh my gosh i was saying specifically to alexa when my birth like my labor got so bad to the point where i had to like go finally sit down like stop walking and stuff and i started getting all weak and shaky it was like flashback memory to my early period cramps where yeah. they, were, they could like literally take me out basically and I was like, oh, awesome. I was just being prepared. <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, man. So, and then I could never get on birth control. Like, my parents obviously never wanted me on birth control or anything like that. Because some friends had mentioned that that would help with period period pain. But my parents weren't for that. Um, so, when, right before I got married, I <clears throat> did get on birth control. And it didn't help my cramps. And it made me, like, a super crazy psycho person. Yeah. Um. And they had me on the lowest estrogen. So I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of glad that I didn't even attempt this when I was younger. Because even at 21, when I tried it, it that was just really um, horrible for me. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah, because I was on the low, the lowest of, I think it was called like low, low progesterone yes. or something like that. Yes. Low, low estrogen. I don't remember. But yeah. I was on that and that worked really well for me. But <clears throat> um, right. Yeah, my parents didn't totally weren't totally cool with the idea of birth control either because I was so young. Um, but my mom kindly reminded my father that when she asked for birth control as a child and her parents said no, they had me in high school. So right, right, right. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, no. If her doctor says you're gonna do it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. I just go. remember thinking that was so funny because I was like, "Guys, it's just for this." And yeah, I don't know. Because no right. dad, no dad is ever going to be like, yeah, put her on it. That's cool. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. um, <clears throat> I remember that but being it's, a fun combo. Yeah. And, and it's a hormone thing. And so I was even talking to Rachel about before this episode. I was like, I wonder if we had just gone to the right doctors and talked about it. If, if it was all hormonal, because that's what birth control does. It messes with your hormones. Yep. And so that's why your cramps get better. So say if we had gone to a naturopath. 
if we had kind of figured out a way to even out our hormones naturally, if that would have helped the process from the very beginning. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, because I told Alexa earlier too um, that the thing that I have found since having Roland, because my cramps were so, so bad after having Roland and consistently are whenever I get my period, that I would have to start taking Midol again. And I usually try and stay away from any type of over-the-counter medicine. I did actually find some uh, homeopathy pellets pellets by Boreon that are for menstrual cramps that I like. But the only thing that I found that like is a game changer is I take this, um, I use this oil from Young Living. It's not an, it's not like, it's a blend, but it has carrier oil in it so it's pre-diluted but it's called progesterone plus and it has natural progesterone in it from wild yams and you i just put it on every single day of the month just like a drop on forearms and rub them together and that is the only thing that keeps me from getting period cramps if i don't do it for a month when i get my period i regret that i was inconsistent with it because that's the only thing that's helped for me that isn't taking my dollar tylenol of course that would help too but you know. Yeah. I like. To I think be... that's awesome. Yeah, because I used to, like, in high school, well, my parents were super against me, do, like, taking Tylenol and all that. But it was, like, when I was 15, 16, and basically I would, sk- I would have to skip school for a week, and I would have to get, go home from, from my jobs, even, at that point. Um, and so, finally, my parents were like, okay, we know you're sneaking, you know, Tylenol and Advil. We'll okay it so you don't have to keep sneaking it. Because that's the only way that I would be able to function. And I would have to take four to six at a time oh for it gosh. to even do anything. But, yeah, since I since I noticed that what damage that can do on your body, that you're taking four to six Tylenol every, what, six hours. Yeah, dude. (laughs) That's so harmful to your body. And I've totally detoxed off of that. So now when I just take one, it's like, it does something for me. Um, But I don't even want to do that anymore. Cause I, you know, I don't even want my body to get used to things like that anymore. So I had to find a way to change things. And thankfully, like after I had kids, my periods stopped being so heavy and I stopped having as many cramps. So thankfully, and I think it was just hormonal. Like I feel different than I used to. Yeah. Um, like before kids, I was like an emotional roller coaster, like up and down all the time. And then now after kids, I'm pretty like mellow and calm for the most part. And I know that that's like hormonal, hormonally based. And I wonder if that just also correlates to my periods too. Like I have less of less cramps and then less bleeding too yeah so well I also I hope you're not offended by this but I wonder if also because you're getting older if yes your some of your levels are kind of lowering where you're not racing off such high highs of hormones if that makes right. sense I don't know yeah. which one would do that I think maybe estrogen but um, yeah well and I want to go to the doctor and I've asked the doctor before to do like hormone testing and for whatever reason they will not do it and so when I go to California I'm going to be I'm going to be in California for a few weeks and I'm going to go to someone that's going to test me because I feel like even though I'm pretty mellow there's certain things that I'm like "Mm, I'm off on this and I need more of that back in my life so you know so it's just well, and I'll say I'll say it out loud, whatever. It's a mom podcast. But my sex drive this last year has been so low. And whenever I mention it to my doctors, they're like, oh, that's totally normal. You're just tired. And I look at them and I'm like, you're not even seeing me as like an individual. You're just seeing me as like all the other women talk to you about that. Yeah. But for me to not have any sex drive is very odd for me personally and to say that I'm tired is really weird because I don't even drink coffee guys so so for me to be functioning on like a high like energy level and then you tell me that I'm tired is weird but of course they don't know that about me because they don't ask they don't go oh well how many cups of coffee do you drink oh none okay well how much energy do you have during the day I have a lot so that's not, you know, so maybe I'm hormonally tired. I don't know what that means, but no, no, no. I'm not tired. 
Yeah, you could definitely, and it could be a number of things. It could, it could be not even necessarily hormonal, like where they need to give you like progesterone cream or anything. It could be a gut imbalance or anything. Cause I know, um, right. low sex drive and stuff is affected by stress and sleep and hormones. Um, and also just right. by like certain autoimmune diseases or things like that. Cause I know a lot of people who have what I have say they have no sex drive at all until they get um a good balance for their dosage and whatnot and they're eating well right you know so it it could be a number of things but yeah I get bothered when anything that I say the doctors is dismissed like that to be honest yeah I'm like cool glad I'm here thanks for wasting my time yeah Yeah, thanks for taking the five minutes out of your day to see me and just you know write uh, off on your note that you saw me disregard anything I'm saying (laughs) But cool. yeah, and it kind of bothers me that they won't do more testing. I mean, I get it that it's, it can get expensive if you did hormone testing for everybody, but if it comes up several times in a year, you would think that you would just, the doctor would be like, yeah, okay, let's do some, some testing, you know, like why not? <laughs> so. Well, I'm actually surprised that they didn't just immediately try and offer you some sort of medica- medication. Wow. Some medication <laughs> for that. You know, right? Because I've heard some people say that if you go and you ask, they'll just like give you something random to see if it does anything, which is not my ideal by any means. But for them to just kind of disregard in total is frustrating. It's weird, right? Yeah, it's super frustrating. Yeah, I don't uh, like that. I have I have three kids, so you know I must be just exhausted. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. When you are really tired, like in the newborn stage and stuff, yeah, of course that's normal. You know. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's sad that that's just such a common thing. I hear actually a lot of people struggle with that. In like Facebook groups and stuff, we'll talk about that, like struggling with sex drive and not being able right. to find help for it, which is just insane. Yeah. Because it we need crazy. to have healthy sex lives to have healthy marriages. So exactly. People should care about that more. Exactly. So. Yeah, <laughs> I get yeah. you. Hormones jack you up, and it's so hard for me to say like who I was when I was young with hormones because I was on birth control. But I am a high emotion and like highly sensitive person, and yeah. I definitely was when I was young. But I would have like crazy days, either before or after my period. I don't remember, and it would be like angry stay away days, and then like blubber and cry days and it was just like there was just days where I just I just you didn't want to be around me and don't get me wrong I still have PMS symptoms I'm a human you know right but with my body kind of figuring it out on its own and me being able to work with it versus just like it kind of just being triggered to do different things through you know um, these things that are messing with my hormones I just feel like it's night and day not that I'm yeah. not ever still sappy or I'm I never still am angry, you know, but it's different. Yeah. Well, you know it's so weird. I'll I'll just add this here. Um you don't want to hang out with me after I've been adjusted at the chiropractor. Interesting. Because yeah. And they 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 talk about that too. It's like you're going to feel either extra tired or you're going to have like extra emotions after an adjustment. I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But for for my whole life, yeah, after I get in after I get adjusted, it's like my body and hormones or something, it just they all release and yeah, don't talk to me after that. <laughs> wow. I get very very angry. And to the point where it's like I I'm not even making any sense. I'm just angry. So interesting. Yeah. I need to get adjusted like really badly. So I want to take me and Roland to get adjusted, but I'm yeah. curious how I respond. Yeah. I don't remember. I've only been adjusted a few times at this point, and it was when I was pregnant and then just, like, right after I gave birth, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just this release, and I I feel similar, like, or I would feel similar, like, in high school. When I had all those emotions, like you were saying, it's like there was a day where you just feel, like, out of control in your brain, and, yeah, after I get adjusted, that's how I feel, so it's really crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so why don't we kind of jump in and talk more about the products we use, products we don't like, um, things we recommend to look for in products, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And also like things we used postpartum because I feel like that's interesting. Okay. Oh, actually, first, I want to start with this statistic I found because I think people will find that interesting. 
because we talked about this a little in our other episode that we touched on, but I was saying how I personally know people who can't afford period products, and so they use, like, cut-up T-shirts, and it's just kind of ridiculous that in America, our hygiene, our basic needs, hygiene products, like period products, we all get periods, generally women get periods, they shouldn't be so ridiculously priced with that pink tax. But I found a statistic on like basically the percentage of women who can't afford hygiene products in America. And this is, this was written in 2019. So it's new, but it's, I'm just going to kind of read it really fast. So it says a survey of low income women in large U.S. cities find that nearly two thirds can't afford menstrual hygiene products such as tampons or pads during the previous year. More than one in five women say they've had this problem every month. And instead, the women say they make do with cloths, rags, tissues, toilet papers, and sometimes even diapers or paper towels taken from public restrooms. Nearly half of the women said there were times in the past year that they could not afford to buy both food and period products. And I just kind of wanted to bring that to light because our basic hygiene products shouldn't be a luxury. I just feel like it's kind of sad that in this day and age, I know people who can't afford period products. You know, and it's not like I can personally afford to sponsor everybody who can't afford to buy period products. I wish I could, <laughs> right. but there are some options that you can use to kind of lower that cost, and at least in my opinion. And right. uh, my favorite way that I found to be cost effective, sustainable, and also just better for my body health wise has been to use a menstrual cup. Yep. And I know you use one too. So I just want to get into that a little because they, for so long, were greatly stigmatized as being gross because periods are gross and ew, you have to touch part of your stuff and blah, 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 you know? And Mm -hmm. I think we kind of need to get over the ick factor and be okay with being close with our own body. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, yeah, they're expensive initially. I don't remember how much Diva Cups are off the top of my head. Do you remember? Like 30 bucks. 30 bucks? I, that's what I was thinking. Maybe like I think 45 so. max. I don't even know. Probably cheaper at this Here, point. I'll look it up right now. Okay. And different brands cost different, have different price points, but they're also all made for different uterus shapes and made out of different materials and things like that. So that's yeah, one thing $30. that makes they're it. They're $28. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's even better than I thought. And all the brands are pretty much the same you could get a cheaper one at um the duchess at 15.99 so yeah oh, wow. I, I think 30 and lower is what they're priced at okay so i have found that there are some really cool companies that do help women you know get the period products they need and you know they actually make cloth pads like in bulk for people and just donate them and mm-hmm. they'll also um except used menstrual cups or new menstrual cups or whatever because they can boil them and sanitize them and give them out to women in need which is really really cool so if you ever do want to help by doing that i highly recommend it because it gives products to people who can't have them who you may never meet so it's not like you can personally help them but that's a really cool thing yeah and I love that. also sometimes using the menstrual cup it is trial and error on what will work for you i got lucky i bought the diva cup just the size one when i wanted to try it and i loved it it took trial and error for maybe a cycle or two i wore um panty liners under it because i was having some leakage when i was trying to figure out how to make sure it was suctioned and right and sitting right but at this point i feel like a pro (laughs) you know yeah i did have a problem with it after giving birth because you're supposed to move up in size there's a people who haven't given birth and a people who have given birth size and so I moved Mm -hmm. up in size and that was a game changer for me and now I still use it and I love it and I think everyone should use one honestly yeah well and I so I started using my well just because I didn't want to spend the $30 I don't know why it's just I was so trained to just do tampons and flush tampons like it wasn't <laughs> I know now you're laughing I shouldn't be flushing anything um but I was just so used to all of that that I was like why would I change you know 
And, um, and then someone told me, I don't know who, but someone informed me that my cramps, my cramps get so bad that using a diva cup could help. And so I was like, okay. So I researched a little into it and I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in a diva cup, spend the $30. And I did. And then I want to say there was like this detox period where I, I felt my periods just getting less and less crampy just every single period. And then it's been, I want to say I've used the diva cup now for two and a half years and my periods are, they're less um, even less than before. And my cramps are almost non-existent. Like sometimes I'll have those, this random fluke day, but for the most part, it's like smooth sailing. And I've never had that my whole life. And, um, so some of it I want to, I want to credit like, oh, it's just my hormones like post baby. But it, I got really into the whole detox thing and with the diva cup. And I really believe that that contributed to a lot of it as well so whenever women yeah whenever women talk to me about oh my cramps are really bad I'm just like well detox and like spend a year with the diva cup and just see if that helps you know so yeah well so something I didn't mention a lot of period products like just the general ones you get on the shelf like specifically like Tampax brand which is what I used to use they have latex Mm -hmm. in them and I'm allergic to latex and so if I used the pads I would break out because of them because I was literally sitting on latex (laughs) something with like a latex layer and then it's even worse if you're putting the latex in your body to sit there for hours using something made out of a material that my body does not react to is really really awesome because then I'm not only struggling with period then I would be struggling with allergic reactions which is insane right So if you do choose to continue using conventional period products, they make ones that are so much better for you now because they don't have a bunch of toxic junk in them as much as the traditional brands that you think of initially. I know there's a brand from Target. I don't know what it's even called, but they make really cute containers. It's like a clear plastic, like round containers, and um, they have like little patterned wrappers. But they're something, they're made out of organic cotton, so they're not stuffed full of all those fillers that give people toxic shock syndrome because Mm -hmm. you could die (laughs) if you just like forgot about a tampon in there and you just left it up there for a while you can get really really sick and potentially even die so what you put in your body matters so just think about that (laughs) yeah 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 i i love the diva cup so much though i can go almost a full day without ever emptying it sometimes just once a day like morning and night and I think that's amazing because you really don't have to until it's full, you know, because there's right. nothing bad in it for you. So I think it rocks. I think people underestimate how much of a game changer it can be for them just because they're freaked out by it slightly, you know? Yeah. And I was totally one of those where I kept making excuses about it. And I think what the underlying thing was that it kind of grossed me out. And and I was thinking, okay, I was overthinking the whole cleaning process of it. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to boil it, and then I have to wash it every time it comes out. Like, how do I wash it? Blah, 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 blah. I was overthinking the process. Yeah. And someone had told me, well, you're under the impression that your pre- your period products, your regular period products, are sanitary or, or sanitized. Yeah. And, you know, and that was stuck in my head. Because they come in a wrapper, I think, oh, they're clean. But that's not what it is so now when I look at the diva cup I'm like okay my diva cup is cleaner because I am looking at it and I'm making sure that it gets washed or sanitized before I use it or what have you whatever I choose to do it is cleaner than what I was using that it was just this appearance that it was clean yeah so yeah it's true and I get I get the ache factor thing you know I I really do I just don't get grossed out by a lot of stuff yeah but I don't know I I think if you can get your brain to get over that, number one, you'll be saving uh, like a couple hundred bucks a year <laughs> on period oh, yeah. products and you'll be just doing better for your body. And it's so much more sustainable because we're not, you know, just having all this period waste being added to landfills and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. 
But, oh, I did want to talk about postpartum bleeding a little because a lot of people told me to get diapers, adult diapers, mm-hmm. postpartum. And I didn't like them. Yeah. I got, like, the smaller size of adult diapers and they still, like, felt too big. Where, right. like, you know, if you sit, have underwear on and you're wearing a pad, it sits close to you. Mm-hmm. Well, if you wear a diaper, it doesn't sit close to you. It's like hangy, <laughs> sort of. And so it like, it, that felt gross to me because I just was sitting in a diaper of Phil. So yeah. I definitely recommend doing just like huge pads with wings. <laughs> Personally, yeah. I feel like those are the easiest. And then that's pretty much it. I think that's all I did. I don't think I did anything crazy because you can't use tampons or cups or anything at that point. Mm-hmm. Or you shouldn't. So Right. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to be, like, shoving your fingers in there or anything like that. There's, like, a a rest period. Just give your vagina a rest period. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. I was, like, afraid to even, like, barely wipe or anything. I was just, like, this poor tortured organ or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. Just give it its time to heal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But I don't know. Everybody's postpartum bleeding is different, but it's totally normal. And some people's don't last as long, which is awesome. Some people's last a while. I don't even remember at this point. I was too tired to remember all the details about it. I would always bleed until I want to say I would bleed for weeks. Like I would bleed for four to six weeks, I want to say. Wow. I would bleed for a long time. But I mean, I was being followed, you know, by a doctor and it was just... Really well, that's average. Light. Six weeks is yeah, average. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to say I would get my period like a month or two after that, just like you. Yeah. So, yeah, I never really had – I had like, what, a month or two of a break from bleeding, and then there we which go again. Not really, which is not really a break because you just right. had a baby. So I feel like yeah. it takes like a good six months to a year for your vagina to heal. <laughs> so. Right, well, they say don't get pregnant again until at least a year, and I totally mm-hmm. agree with that because you don't have time to just bounce back. I know people who have had, like, stage two prolapses just from giving mm-hmm. birth back to back, and yeah, you can go to physical therapy and wear that special thing up in there, but I don't think it feels super cool to have your organs hanging out of your crotch, so right, give right. your body a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can do awesome stuff, but we should also take care of it. Yeah. Well, and I uh, had Tyler somewhat close to Angela. Like, they're 18 months apart, I think. Okay. Um, so not too, too close. Yeah, go ahead. You can so eat you, that. So you got pregnant before the year, though. Yeah. Right? Wow. I think so. Now I'm trying to think. But, yeah, it was just super close. I mean, closer than Angela and Eric. But, yeah, I could, I could definitely tell the difference in pregnancies between – Eric and Angela and then Tyler and Tyler's pregnancy was just I would have sciatica pain I would have I would have to go to the doctor every week or I couldn't function so did I say doctor or chiropractor I knew what you meant okay (laughs) but yeah okay but yeah I would have to go to the chiropractor every week or yeah it just I couldn't do anything I would get headaches you know and yeah it's just your body needs that time to rest so rest rest if you can (laughs) yeah so yeah this is a period episode so i don't know yeah i started this but i started this topic but yeah i don't even know what else to really touch on i guess i just wanted to kind of yeah talk about the fact that you should be using a menstrual cup (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't tried it try it i know um one of my best friends she has tried it and then she she (laughs) I'm I don't know if she wants me sharing this but but yeah she always loses it in there (laughs) oh no so yeah so she's tried it a few times and then she just like she can't get it back out and she's like this is my worst nightmare and um yeah I feel really bad for her I'm I laugh but then I feel bad for her at the same time so but she's the only person that I've ever heard that from that, like, it actually gets lost in there. So. Yeah, see, she might need to try a different brand that's, like, shaped differently. Because for me, yeah, I feel like mine sit low. I don't know if my yeah. uterus is low or whatnot, but the right. string, like, you know the string of the Diva Cup? Yeah. I feel like I can feel it in my opening. Hope that's not TMI. Yeah. 
because I feel yeah, like it sits I pull so dang mine. low. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, pull I, yours? I, well, I insert it. Yeah, because I was having leaking issues because okay. I would insert it and then wait for it to, like, pop kind of yeah. thing. But it wouldn't pop right. And so I would, I kind of pull, like, I, I turn it and, yeah. like, from the string area, I turn it and then pull. And so that I know it's sitting, like, right at the bottom there. And now yeah. I'm, I haven't had leaking issues since I started doing that. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I can touch it pretty much so yeah and i just wonder if like you said she just has a higher uterus yeah and then she just needs a different shape or there was one she sent me a link where there's like a little hole so instead of a string there's like a a hole grabber thing i don't know if that makes sense like you could put your finger through and then pull it interesting well so, yeah i don't know what brand that is why my friend just shared one where it does have like a circle that you can like put your finger through yes and just yes. pull it out that sounds painful to me like me i have to go in and pinch and release the pressure to right get it but out maybe I think if just, I just tried to maybe pull just it out, to get it to the right spot and then you pinch it i don't know but maybe, yeah okay, like you said yeah. we're really low so you do have to pinch it out yeah like the suction the suction has to break yeah i don't know that's interesting and i haven't used like a bunch of other brands to be able to speak widely about them you know what i mean yeah but i'm curious i definitely think it's a trial and error thing for some people to find yeah. the brand that works best they have tests online that you can take to figure out like where your uterus sits though like does it sit higher or lower or you know is it tilted and then they recommend the best cup for you right so but I was never recommended the Diva Cut by any of those brands, and I'd already been using it for years. So I was like, well, if it's not broken, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to buy another. Right? Yep. I know. And it's so nice that you get to keep it for basically ever. I yeah. Mean. I can't remember how long they say until you should replace it. Because I'm sure at some point the silicone starts breaking down, right, from boiling it so much yeah, but i bet I it's know. a couple of, i bet it's 10 years or something yeah i think it's yeah eight to ten years yeah which is amazing it's really amazing thirty dollars every 10 years like <laughs> that's amazing right yeah oh yeah, but I, wanted... I always had heavy periods so that i was spending like i would use a whole tampon box so oh that, me too that adds up you know so well that's i looked up like what's the average that a woman spends on period products a year and it says between 60 to 100 dollars and i want to say i spent more yeah because i sure. would get like one of those bigger boxes of just regulars when i was younger and use the whole thing i don't know if i changed it too often or what but right i would go through that thing <laughs> so yeah i don't know i don't know who they're surveying for that but yeah it's 30 bucks a pack so no, it's for, not. Of tampons? Okay, for Tampax Radiant Plastic Tampons. So I guess it depends what you're buying. Oh, I like the Tampax Pearl. Oh, and that's 112 so. Okay, so it's not terrible. Okay, so so it's like 15, 15 times 12. I mean, that's not bad. $180. So depending on what you get and if you get, you know, pads and all that too. So. Yeah, because I would do overnight pads at night sometimes because yeah. the tampons wouldn't do the job right so i would like have to double up so yeah i don't know i i think it's really cool to use the cup and kind of be up and personal so to speak with even seeing how much blood you really lose because when you're using tampons you think you bleed like buckets but not really you like barely right. bleed at all even if you're heavy like i'm heavy now and it's like barely right anything if you really think about it, if you really keep track. I've never really kept track, but I don't know. <laughs> I find it interesting. Well, and I've noticed, too, with using the Diva Cup, um, I don't know if this is relevant, but um, before when I would use tampons, like I would take out the tampon and I ha would have blood clots like yeah. that would come out afterwards. And now since using the Diva Cup, like I don't hardly have blood clots and I don't know what that's about or if that again if that's relevant but i'm curious about that I just too because i that. i guess i noticed that too i think that's normal though to be losing that stuff because you're stripping the, your uterine walls yeah 
and passing eggs, right? Unused eggs. I think that's normal. Maybe we just don't notice with the cup as much. Maybe. Yeah. So, I don't know. People are going to think this episode's gross. (laughs) (laughs) No, everyone, you know, and that's the thing, too. I try to talk about it in front of my kids like it's normal day. Like, sometimes my husband will be like, ew, this is gross. Do we have to talk about this? I'm like, it's just my normal life, you know? And I would do that with my brothers, too. And so I know my younger brother, he was super, like, he would be the guy that would go buy the tampons at the store, like, no big deal. And I hope my sons are like that, too. This is just life, and we just got to talk about it, and we and it's normal. It's a normal part of it, of our day. And yeah. so boys shouldn't be weirded out by hearing about this or anything like that. So... Oh, girl, yeah, I I'm, agree. I'm there. I'm there to, like, change it for my sons, you know? So. Oh, yeah, I agree. I feel lucky to be able to be able to talk about that with Roland because when we sit down and start having, like, body-changing talks or whatever, you know, it's, yeah. I'm going to include the female body changes, too, at, like, the period and stuff because I don't know if Roland will have sisters or not or if I'll have all boys someday or what, you know, but right. it shouldn't be stigmatized where it's like, ew, gross. This happens to me every month, but it's disgusting. You know what I mean? Right. I think it should. I don't know. I I value men not making women feel gross about their normal bodies, <laughs> like about their normal everyday right. lives. You know, especially like sometimes I hear men say nasty comments about like women having stretch marks and stuff, and I'm like, like five percent of the population doesn't have stretch marks after giving birth, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, everybody I know has a stretch mark on their body. So right. it's just one of those things where I think we should just normalize normal things. <laughs> right. And not make it gross. Like, yeah, okay, some of it's gross if you get into the detail because it is blood, but it's also normal and we shouldn't have to feel bad or weird about talking about normal stuff for us. So I think right. it's cool to teach our kids yeah. that it's not gross. Yeah. Faux we show. just talk about it. Yeah. Just a matter so. of fact. Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it, right? I can't think of anything else that I wanted to cover. So. Yeah. I always oh. love how I'm like, oh, this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> I know. I know. When we really get going, we can chat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you guys found value in this episode. I'm sure you guys know plenty of stuff about periods already as you've had them. But. Maybe we taught you about a product you didn't know about or you're more informed about the cups or whatever and hopefully you're willing to give them a try if you haven't already. It'll save you money and I think it'll make a difference. And Mm -hmm. I think that if you can, um, donate to a company that gives out things to women or if you have you know, an unopened box of tampons sitting around you're not going to use because you switched to the cup or something like that, donate it to a local, local women's shelter. That's always really awesome to do. Or if you get a cup and it doesn't work for you and you try to use a different cup or whatever, you can sanitize it and mail it into one of those companies that repurposes that for women who can't afford period products. So, Love it. Yeah. Anyways, we will talk to you guys soon and hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.